peace, peace, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Um, so, at the unfortunately, the beginning of this podcast was kind of cut off for some reason. It was a bunch of sounds, you know, that type of thing. So, the beginning of this podcast, we, me and Phil were speaking on uh, diet and, you know, what really works for the human body. However, the main thing that we were talking about, I was sharing what I learned off of um, a episode on Gaia. Um, Gaia is a, a conscious network streaming platform that talks about everything spiritual and consciousness. So on there, there was this episode where Metatron was speaking. Metatron is a, uh, is a, a one could say angel or deity that uh, is the creator of the Metatron's cube. Uh, some people even say that he was um, the Hermes Tridicerus or or Thoth and when he was coming back from when he was in his incarnations. So or that could be completely wrong. Do the research, right? So one thing that Metatron was saying as he was channeled through this woman was um, diet. And he said that it doesn't matter what you eat. It's about what your palate chooses. And along with that, we were speaking on uh, dairy and how dairy for most African-American people and, and most people in general who are not used to it, who cannot handle it, or if your body is, or if you're not moving it, like if your body is not, um, like if you don't have a high metabolism to the point where you're able to digest that, that high protein, um, and uh, the la- it's mainly the lactose that's the issue. It's not the protein, it's the lactose. If you if one removes the lactose, they're okay. Um, so I was sharing on here how the lactose in, in Indian food really does do a number on me, but I, in most cases, when I go to a Gurdwara, I would eat it because, one, I'm eating with the Sangat, and two, I'm um, choosing to use that as a way to, as my body, as the alchemical machine that it is, to process this and bring that being into a higher state of consciousness. Because as you, when you digest something, you are digesting life. And life either is diminished or appreciated. So then we, uh, from there, we were also speaking on Gurdwaras and what we, what, you know, I was talking about my dream of, of uh, creating a Gurdwara one day, mainly uh, with the idea of, um, of it being mainly the old style, Nihang, and it being the keeping it keeping the traditions which I have seen from how the Nihang do it, they keep the traditions of how Gurdwaras used to be, and that's how I would like to do it, and how I would use because I would be doing it either in America or in some or in Africa, how I wouldn't have a certain dairy like dairy products that are from because I didn't explain in the podcast but I will here how in the I wouldn't have dairy products that are you know shipped and sold. It would need the cow would need to be there. The if I were to do dairy, and or use uh, dairy such as not not even dairy but milk products like almond milk or um, cashew milk. But even almonds now are doing damage to the to um, to the ecosystem. So 
we would I would most likely use you know if possible get a get a cow or um, get used cashew milk and the cow milk would be of very very high quality if used and that's a that's a if I have to do my own more research on this me creating a or or opening up a Gurudwara is a is a big step and it's a uh, it's a ongoing process as we so this is years on down the line but as I do more and more research learn more on how things come about for this process I I implemented uh, one thing that I learned when I was in India was that uh, when I drank the milk there I didn't have issues but when I drank the milk here in America or anything here in America I, I all of a sudden had issues so I think it's not that the milk is the issue I think it because if one goes to a, a Jewish farm and they get the milk there they have no problems but most people have no problems at all so I think it's when it's pasteurized or if they use like the bottled milk where you get from the store definitely if it's if it's things like that if it's um if it's pasteurized or if like some type of if it has been changed in some way from the original source that's when things become a problem and with anything in 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 nature if you change the process of it from the original source you now have something completely different it takes a single it takes takes a single molecule to change something so with this my thought process on milk has changed my thought process on on um, dairy products my thought process on animal products my thought process on multiple different things were changed as I dug deeper into my diet how what works for my body and what works for most what works for anybody's body your body is different from everybody else something that works for you depending on what you're attempting to do such as if you're attempting to meditate all day it may not be good to eat meat all day or to eat meat um you know three times a day eating it once a day and then meditating later on in the day would be better or if you were to if you didn't want to if you wanted to meditate for the majority of the day then mainly eating vegetables will be good for you or mainly eating free fruit because that's a more electric food that does not um, need as much of a processing time while meat needs more of a processing time right it, and it's more dense can you still be very very enlightened off of meat of course yes you can there has been um, like people who do carnivore diet they get some people get very good um, very good benefits off of that and that works for them some they say that they get the clarity of mind and when I did carnivore diet even just for three days of just eating straight meat I felt very clear of mind uh, the only reason I stopped it was because I wanted to go deeper into my meditations and it wasn't very conducive because I was buying the meat from a store buying the meat from a store does not do well with me it didn't go with my own principles of of killing the animal myself and then praying over it or uh, when I when I say pray I mean just stating the affirmations to expand or expel energy so that the animal is in a the consciousness of the animal gets changed for the better not the worse 
So it depends on what works for you. And that's what we expand on in this episode. We also expand on many other different topics. As always, with me and Phil, we end up speaking about multiple different things. So it can be difficult to keep up. That's why we kept this as pure as we as it is. Uh, we like to make sure that we share the conversation with the people instead of just because um, instead of just having speaking about one thing. It's a conversation. What happens when you're in a conversation? You talk to each other and then it goes from one place to another. And some people, they just wish that they could hear a conversation from with between two different people. And um, it's, that's exactly what we're going, what we're doing here. So please enjoy the episode. And uh, if you have any questions, message us, email us, um, hit, up, hit us up on our social media and enjoy peace they'll say diet they'll be like uh or they'll say you need to stick to this diet and and it's good for you this is the only diet metatron came in there and said i know no, no only what is, if it tastes what what does it taste like how does the body respond to it if your body responds well to it keep it it's, it doesn't matter if it's meat if it's vegetables if it's grains what does your body respond what does your to? body want uh-huh. Your body will tell you. Yes. It absolutely will tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For us, dairy is not a thing. We can't have dairy. I start breaking uh, out yeah. having bad gas. Oh, you don't want to be in a room when I have dairy. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> no. No, some people are lactose intolerant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the lactose intolerant. That's the And also when it comes and to... And your body tells you, no, oh, yeah. no, no, don't eat that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, with meat, if for me... I will start to feel sluggish. And this is me without, you know, working out and anything. I'm just a tip that first, before I start getting very intense into my uh, into my training, I want to make sure my diet is, is set. My yeah, lifestyle, yeah, my yeah. food lifestyle. So um, for me, alkaline and fruits and vegetables, that's it. So alkaline fruits and vegetables, that's what I can have at this time period in my life. Because yeah. I'm literally, it's interesting how, what she eats, and how it affects her affects me because of our electromagnetic pull to each other. <laughs> yeah, of course. And the feel. And so I can only, uh, every, so I can have uh, every once a week, I'll have the, go to the Gurudwar, right? And that's when I have the Indian food. And that has small traces of most of everything. All of it has traces of milk. So you can't avoid it. Uh, so the yeah, day after, right. yeah, I yeah. have to do a detox. Um, and the only reason I do eat it is uh, so it's, I think of it in the alchemical process. When I eat it, I'm thinking as I eat, I expand the, I expand energy to change consciousness. Mm. And within the Gurudwara that I'm going to create, it's not going to have milk. It's not, it's yeah. going uh, to have um, no milk, no dairy products, but it'll have the meat, it'll have the, the things, yeah. but yeah. how it's killed, how it's, is precisely killed in such a ritualistic way that is re- that is meant to help the animal when when yeah, they're killed by the yeah. person's hand. That you know that's that what kosher, that's what kosher means. Mm. Part part mm. you know Jewish culture, mm-hmm. uh, kosher. Right. You know, um, they specify how to kill the animal. Bro, they didn't. Okay. No, so it's not unkind. Uh huh. Oh, is that how the when they cut it and it bleeds out or? Yeah, something like that. I don't, I don't remember the procedure, but it's um, 
part of the procedure, that's not the whole thing, um, is to make it humane mm. for, the, for the animal too. And I assure you, mm. it, you know, North American Indian tribes, I know African tribal groups, they, they, they did ceremonies when they, right after a hunt. I mean, they, mm -hmm. they thanked the spirits and they thanked the spirit of that animal and they sort of apologized. Mm -hmm. Said, well, we have to eat. Yes. You know, that's why we have to kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, that spirit knows that this is my chance. And by, the, yeah. what is in the Rama, yeah, I, love, I tell this story all the time to people who, like, whenever I'm talking to uh, anybody who's, like, overly vegan or overly meaty. Yeah. And I'm like, well, in the Ramayana, which is um, the, epic, the epic story of Rama, the... Yeah one of the avatars of Krishna. Hmm. Rama is the, he's the epitome of dharma, righteous action. Yeah. Uh, living to the good deeds uh, without karma. Yeah. So karma is when you accumulate, when you do a deed and you're worried about that deed. You do, it's like you do the deed with ego, meaning you're looking for yeah. an outcome. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what the outcome is, good or bad. If you think, one, if you desire outcome with, with that, you accumulate karma. <laughs> so to do things without the the yeah. outcome is dharma. Mm. Um, so with he he's the epitome of just being. He's just the epitome of being. There's a rakshasas. Rakshasas are these demons that are they they are the they're the epitome of demon means guiding spirit. Mm. The, that's what if you look it up in the dictionary. Uh, there's Jap Chinese words for it. There's Japanese, and then there's the Western understanding of demon. But it, it, demon, it's the word it, for it. <laughs> demon, right? It, it, but it, demon means guiding spirit. So you have these demons who are teaching or teaching you of the what it means to be absent of light. Mm. Um, and so one of the main demons, he took the head D demon. He took uh, Rama's wife. Oh. Uh, Saraswati, I mm. think that's it. I think it is Saraswati. Oh, all these stories, I love uh -huh. this. Yeah. He took her daughter. He took his wife, and oh. so Rama, they finds out that this guy has his wife, and he's all the way on the other side of the of a, of the ocean, and so Rama sends him a message, says, "Just give me my wife, and I will not destroy you. Oh, but if you don't, he says that I will destroy your entire island, and take and take my wife back." So the all of the demons they know the power of Rama. Rama yeah. has the entire power. He knows the entire power of Source. He <laughs> know he has unified with that. This man can create gold in his hand and then to and then crush it again. <laughs> so and and to with the single single shoot of his arrow rip through a world. Right. <laughs> That's the power of Rama. Um, so one of the demons says, "I." His advisor, the head demon's advisor, tells him. I think you should, you should listen to him, so we don't <laughs> die. And the guy says, "I don't care. I will have her. I will have her." It was Lakshmi. Nope, not Lakshmi. I will have her as my wife. This guy says famous last words there, <laughs> right? Um, and he says, the advisor says, "Don't do that. I am advising you. Your humbleness. Please do not do so." This guy says, if you advise me on to do something absent of what I desire again, I will kill you. He says, you know what? Screw this. I'm, I don't care. I'd rather die by Rama's hand than yours. At least with Rama, 
I will hit the cut yeah. of my neck. The by the with him killing me, I will be exalted yeah, into right, right, higher right, consciousness. Right, right there. <laughs> That's it. That I'm, I'm using. I'm using other words here. Yeah, However, no, no, it's okay. Um, it's, you he, get the story. He, they yeah. get the story. Yeah. By with somebody who has the intention of killing something in the with the intention that it is exalted, that with the intention that its consciousness is ascended into a higher plane. Mm. That's a whole. That's better than somebody who just kills something for survival. Yeah. If you kill something with a higher understanding, it kind of locks it within a structure, mm-hmm. and it no, it unlocks that structure that it's in, and it sends it into higher structures. Mm-hmm. When somebody is in survival, it locks them into survival. Um, so when we like how these slaughterhouses, they're killed by machines. People are eating. People are becoming more mechanical. Their bodies aren't able to move. They're moving like robots. Their bodies and they're they're sucked into their screens and their their yeah. phones. Yeah. I don't like TV. I, I mean, I just watch the TV and the movies because we can. <laughs> my wife, she loves the TV. I don't like it. <laughs> no, we we don't even have TV on the internet anymore. But we do have Netflix. Okay, mm. so we've been watching. I don't know if you have Netflix. Oh yeah, I have my place, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching this late at night. We don't feel like doing anything else. Don't even feel like reading. Watching this series called Stranger Things. Oh, that's yeah, that's our favorite one. Oh, is that your favorite one? Yeah. Well, it's become our favorite one too. Mm-hmm. We're just up to season two. I think there's four oh, seasons. Oh yeah, y'all. Are, so okay. Oh man, and I have to admit now it's this you know, spooky whatever you would call it. Mm-hmm. Um, horror you know series it makes me laugh mm-hmm. I mean it keeps me amused I mean just the way they're doing it in the different characters mm-hmm. and how the characters act and how the characters even look mm-hmm. right you know who they chose to act it was like Perfect. I'm just totally amused I'm just totally amused mm-hmm. you know I can't say I laugh it's not funny funny you know but it's amusing to me it's a chuckle it's a chuckle it's uh-huh. like huh that is cool. Mm. Well, they do it really well. They just do it really well. But we oh, yeah. did go, which we don't do. Oh, I don't remember the last time we did, we went to the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, last last night, night before, with a friend of ours from who's come here from England. Um, her son. We went to uh, see um, Crawdaddy. Uh, the uh, what's it called? Uh, Uh, but there's something with Crawdaddy and uh, supposed to have taken part in North Carolina. This woman wrote this book. Mm-hmm. You know, it was from the book. Uh, when Crawdaddy Sing or something like that. That's one of the best movies I've ever seen. That is really, really good. It's an actual movie. A lot of movies are like nonsense now. You know, yeah, and they're yeah. just totally violent. There's not like, there's no violence in this. It's about a murder. You know, but it's also about I mean, I I advise seeing it if, if you have to wait for it to get on Netflix, you can do that. But that's actually a movie. Crawdaddy. Crawdaddy. Let the Crawdaddy sing or something. Hold on, let me see. Let the Craw. Let the Crawdad sing. Movie. Mm. Where the Crawdad sing. Where the Crawdad sing. That is like... 
Can you write that on here? Yeah. It's like, hey, I mean, we just haven't gone out to see a movie in forever. Mm -hmm. And it is a book, too. My wife said the book is, e the movie is really great. The book is even better, she said. Interesting. Yeah. Right. And it's a woman's first book. It's like, holy cow. Where the crawdads sing? Oh, it's a best-selling novel? Oh, all right. Story of Kaya, an abandoned girl who raised herself to adulthood in the marshes of North Carolina. That's the Whoa. story. She raises herself. Oh, snap. It's like... All right. Shh. Awesome. You know, awesome. That, that reminds me specifically of a Shabbat or a scripture from City Group Finance where it's... I, I, I'm working on using a Gurumukhi, but I only yeah. right now know the English. Yeah. Um, so, basically, it's a Shabbat where it's, uh, it's, it's singing, and he's you're singing, he's singing about a type of bird that leaves the, you know, the mother leaves in that, I think it's geese. The geese leave the chicks or the yeah. ducklings. Yeah. And she goes, no, not geese, some, type, some other bird. But it's, mm. it's a bird where it leaves a nest. Any bird, most birds, the mother, they, they yeah, don't yeah, have yeah, the father, come back right? And feed them, the mother yeah. goes to get food, yeah. right? So it's basically asking, which, what is there to protect them? What is there to yeah. basically nourish them? Yeah. And some would say, oh, there's nothing there. There's nothing nourishing them. There's nothing feeding them. There's nothing giving them food. Mm. But on a higher perspective, those birds have life. They have, they're able to breathe air. Mm. So they're able to live off of just their life force yeah. in the air for yeah. a small period of time, unless yeah. one of them falls yeah. out of the nest. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Right. You know, but they're able to live for at least until the mother is able to give back. Yeah. So it's actually a source that is the most mothering to them because yeah, it's keeping right. them alive even without food. Well, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, if we're going there, if we're getting deep to the root. Yeah, you know, for right? all life, for, life force. Yeah. But it's just getting somebody to think, oh, then they can apply that to themselves. Uh, and this oh, yeah. goes right into the woman oh, who raises yeah, you, herself. You, you, yeah, you're good. She used her life force. She source was guiding oh, her yeah. internally oh, through nature. It's, it's she's all about life force. Mm, it's that, all about natural yeah. life force. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like these beings, uh, what was it? Um, That's uh, one we're seeing. I mean... Oh, we're gonna. We're, and I'm for your wife and your well, I don't know a little girl. Well, she might relate to it. <laughs> is it um, is it violent or anything like there's, that? There's no? there's violence in it. Is it like is it natural it, it may, violence it may, like where you eat where they eating? No, food, no, no, it's social. Social violence. Okay. No, I, I don't think it, it would be for someone. I mean, we were thinking, oh, can we bring Avery and Vivi? I think Vivi may have seen it already. Mm. Fourteen-year-old. It may be a little early for a twelve-year-old. No, there's violence in it. Okay. Is yeah. that's in some ways that's the point of the movie. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, Social violence. Yeah. yeah. Family violence. Mm. Yeah, but if, for for adults, it's it's um. What was the movie we saw last a couple of years ago? I don't know that we've been to a movie since. Um, but the last one we saw was really great too. I'm trying to remember what we saw. I'm gonna have to ask my wife. But this one was like over and above, over mm. and above. It's like, whew, man. 
they're doing some good stuff. Even I mean, even this stuff on Netflix, you know, uh, <laughs> I really like. I mean, like I said, it's just amusing entertainment late at night. Mm -hmm. You know, put you to bed. <laughs> they got some good documentaries. Have you seen this? Uh, Look on it. There's a one that's well, uh, is about psychedelics. Oh, uh, do they have one of those? Oh, but okay. this guy is literally about mushroom or the different yeah. the four types of of uh, psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah, right. Or psych no psychedelics that are out there. So you have LSD. Yeah. You have psilocybin mushroom. Then they yeah. have ashwagandha. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. And then there's um, um, so who's peyote. The, who's the guy who's doing that? Ah, oh, man. He's, he's, he wrote a whole book. He, they're doing a oh, documentary on his book. Oh. I'll, I'll have to... I'll oh, have to, I think I know who that is. Um, it's called... Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a writer, period. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, he experienced all of, the, all of those... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Psychedelics. And it's very interesting. Um... Oh yeah, <laughs> should be. Get back to hippie days. Uh, I'm not well, I think part of the problem was it just got out and got out of hand, and you really need some guidance when you're doing those things. I mean, That's... you don't, you don't, you don't just go. I mean, mm. I mean, people jumped off buildings. I mean, mm -hmm. they really did. Oh. You know, because they didn't. They thought they could fly. Uh huh. You know, oh, you probably can fly, but. Not if you're not trained in flying. Yeah. You know. yeah not if your consciousness isn't. No, your consciousness isn't. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. To know yeah, that yeah. there is no, like, the, yeah. there is no floor. But you have to, <laughs> you have to know, and it has to be a yeah, certain understanding yeah, within the body, within the yeah, mind, and yeah, the heart. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> no, 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 no it's not so simple. I, I'm not um, even going to. But, but, yeah. but, like I said, it just sort of got out of hand, and for this culture and this society. Um, I think it did some good overall, mm. but it was a dangerous thing to do too. That's what they address in that in that documentary. Yeah, they should. So they the the media. So, so all right, yeah. not to not to negate or to yeah. demean yeah. the people who jumped off buildings and did these yeah. atrocious acts, like the yeah. people who are LSD who got shot and were still fighting and or fighting cops and things like that. Oh, yeah. Not to de degrade no, no, no. those atrocious things. No. However, though compared to how many people it helped, that's oh, yeah. very minor. I, I, I think so. Um, um, however, um, also people overdid it. Oh, yeah. um, and yeah. I'm not sure, it's hard to, it'd be interesting to take like a study of this. Um, my best friend from acupuncture school, okay, I mean, he was an interesting character to begin with, okay? Charles Magro, okay? Chuck, mm -hmm. Chuck Magro. Uh, way before he ever got to acupuncture school, um, he probably did 200 LSD trips. I mean, he's mm -hmm. from New York City, from Queens, New York. Mm -hmm. um, and he, he died of um, MS, MS, okay? Mm. which is a disease of your nervous system, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, it's hard to say, whether the, whether all that early LSD, which he did in his 20s, mm -hmm. didn't kill him. You know, I'm mm -hmm. not convinced. Look, when I was in my 20s, okay, oh, okay, you leave home and you start drinking beer. Oh, I got drunk once. Ooh, I don't like that. You know, and wherever mm -hmm. you went when I was in college, everyone's going to get you stoned. 
Okay, you can just smoke marijuana. I mean, there's no place you could go. Right, right. You know, I mean, my friend who was who was uh, uh, in the Navy, right? He's a veteran, right? He right. said, "Oh yeah, when we're not running the ship, we're either getting drunk or we're getting stoned." Mm. He said constantly. I mean, and everyone's doing that. So you're in college in the ninety, the late sixties, early seventies. Everyone's getting your stoned. Okay, that's kind of interesting. It's like getting drunk, but with, you're not dizzy and nauseous. You know, in fact, right. you feel like eating more. Um, but I wasn't that impressed with all that. And it's like, enough of that. It's tiring me out. Um, and then someone, I think I bought from someone, eight doses of mescaline, okay, which is right. relatively mild compared to LSD, mm. um, and did that eight times, okay. The first trip wasn't very comfortable, um, but I, I realized how to arrange it so it wouldn't be so uncomfortable. It was the only thing I've ever taken as a drug that I thought was educational, mm -hmm. right? It was like, that really did expand my mind. Oh, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, different experiences I had during right. that. I thought that was really interesting. But I also realized you can't keep doing this and not have a negative physical effect. Right. I stopped. Mm -hmm. Some people didn't stop. I stopped. Mm -hmm. Mm. Definitely, I didn't stop marijuana. I never was into alcohol. You know, mm. um, tried to stop all of that because this this will damage your nervous system. You're, I, I you could be at a certain level where I think um, it wouldn't damage your nervous system. When um, um, oh, who was Timothy Leary's pal? Ram, he became Ram Das, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he was Richard Alpert. He was a Harvard psychology professor, and him and Timothy Leary got into LSD. I don't know if you know the story of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, Ram Dass becomes a guru, right? But mm -hmm. at first, he goes to India, and he finds a guru, okay? Mm -hmm. This guy way out, you know, I don't know well, where. I think I've heard of him, yeah. You know, and, um, and uh, the guy, I mean, seriously, makes him, you know, stop doing, I mean, he'd done hundreds of trips, hundreds of LSD trips, and the guy makes him stop. That's one of the first things he did, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, too much of anything. Definitely. Too much of anything. And it's, look, these That's, are serious, mm. and tribal societies took these things seriously. Yeah, they. Okay. That's what they talk about. You cannot the mess around with this, and mm -hmm. it has its value, mm -hmm. but it also has its dangers. Yes, yes. I mean, I think Richard Alpert was actually cooked, you know, doing too much of it. Timothy Leary, too much of it. They you know, get people get hooked on that because uh, I I've experienced it where with yeah. marijuana I got almost got hooked on marijuana because yeah. I wanted to experience some humans naturally want to experience, experience something greater that's than right. themselves that's so, right greater than their ordinary everyday mind yes it's like oh that. that's what all life this? is going to be is just I'm going to do this me and now. go to let work me, let and, me go that's, yeah. this is all oh no is. I know I know me now yeah right so. Um, with these, they have something called microdosing. That's what they, and this, it is. Oh, yeah, that's what's coming up now, yeah. microdosing. That's it, and yeah. that's what I'm into. That's what I'm like, but it's yeah. very it's controlled, like to the mm -hmm. point where it's meant to change your mental psyche, yeah. raise your vibration yeah. in a controlled manner. They're doing it with controlled studies, they're doing it with controlled no, I environments. Know. I, they um, are. 
Like yeah. if you like if you're listening, let's say that somebody's listening to hard rock music, right? While they go, <laughs> while they go into a mush into a, a, a psych a psilocybin yeah. mushroom trip, you're gonna feel the negative vibration. It's gonna pull you into that deep into that vibration. If it's negative. If it's negative. Now, if that somebody's listening to, let's say they're listening to, um, I don't know, God's names or the praises of of, of yeah. God or something or source or listening to. Four three two hertz frequency nine three nine six three five two eight frequency. It'll put them in that vibration, and that'll that'll give them what some call a good trip, yeah. right? But it, and also if they're susceptible to, let's say that they're out and about, and then they're just in in New York high. Everything that they see, because there's so many different entities in the city, you're gonna see them. It breaks the fourth. You ever heard uh, where you're watching a movie and they say they break the first wall? wall? And they're like they're acting as if they see you in the screen. This is breaking the fourth density, the fourth, and you're seeing into this density, which is a, a part of a dimension. Uh, you're seeing into that, and there's there's beings. There are you got your fairies, you got your dwarves, you got your <laughs> you got your, your, your everything that yeah. anybody ever created yeah. artistically is it exists in the fourth density. You don't want to be going through that. And you, especially if it, if you have, if one is like, for instance, this woman she was. In the, in the <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that walking down the streets in New York no. City. My, the the first time I ever did it, I was in New York City. Mm. I actually went to the famous Fillmore East, where mm. all the rock. It was like I couldn't handle it. Mm. You know, I mean, I went and we went and sat and listened to rock music. It felt like it was like five minutes. You know, it was a couple of. I'm sure it was a couple of hours of music, but I couldn't pay attention to that. I went out and walked the streets of New York. That was the Too only much. time I ever did that. Yeah. Because it was like, it was not comfortable. I mean, mm -hmm. we weren't, you know, there was, I mean, some people were in over danger, but, and uh, there were some problems, but no, and all the other ones, I, I made sure I wasn't walking around city streets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. they're having people on the bed like this, oh, and yeah. they're, um, they're, they got them in the covers, they're snuggled up as if they're a child. Yeah, right. well, I you know I I think they should do a lot more basically out in nature. That's that's as, what I was going to say. As yes. pure in nature as they could get to. Exactly. But even then, you need some protection. Right. Right. Yes. You, know, you yeah. still have to have people around us. Uh, yeah. Uh, a but, guide. But doing this at like this hospital setting, uh -huh. you know, it's like this I, is a that's a weird setting. That's actually a weird setting too. Mm -hmm. the way, oh, that's a safe setting. No, that's it's a boxy setting. It, it's, it's a trapezoid setting. Yeah, right? no, it's trapping yeah, your setting. Yeah, it's trapping that yeah. that setting. And I, yeah, I agree. I my first trip, I'm gonna go into the woods, um, because I I feel very comfortable in the. That's me. That's my comfort zone. Yeah, the woods is my comfort zone. Oh, so I yeah. will go. Me too. Into the right. Me too. Uh, and I will call in my guides. That's right. I'll call in my spirit yeah. guides. I'll call in yeah. the source of all it is. And that's my protection. That's right. Somebody who doesn't know how to do that, though, no, don't. <laughs> you have a guide. So, so I learned shamanism from um, the Foundation for Shamanic Studies, which was mm -hmm. started by Michael Harner. Right. Michael Harner was a professor of anthropology. Mm. Um, and he was hunting out tribes. Um, in South America, in Peru, right? Mm -hmm. And he got lost, right? Right. Way out in the jungle somewhere, way out, you know, for us way out. And he came across a group 
that took him in, right? Mm -hmm. uh, oh, you're lost? Oh, well, we'll help you out. You know, I mean, they're, you know. Um, and they offered him, um, I don't know which psychedelic they had, but they offered him a psychedelic, right? And he mm -hmm. did a few trips, okay? And then, then they trained him in shamanism. Okay, this is where he first learned shamanism. Comes back, he does a whole bunch with that. But, but he said, why did you have me do the psychedelics first? And then treat, they said, that was just to open your mind up. Mm. That was just to open you up. And right. then we can show you the important stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The important stuff important stuff and those other dimensions that you're talking about mm -hmm. and then we can show you that safely mm -hmm. I mean you could do the the shamanism on psychedelics makes it even more interesting more profound mm -hmm. you know which you're describing what you're gonna do yeah that's you combine the two you know mm -hmm. um, um, but it was interesting that's where it all started but they said that isn't the essence of it mm -hmm. The essence of it is the journey. Right. Yeah. Go to other worlds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting though. Very. That's where he started. Yeah. So yeah. it was always part. What they used it for besides um, opening people up, and they would do some journeying with the psychedelics too, is for hunting. Mm. Mm. Because it makes you, you know, in the woods, in the right. jungle. In the jungle, he yes. Said, because your senses on the um, on are just incredibly sensitive. I mm -hmm. mean, you can just see through the far see through the forest and the jungle where you couldn't before. Mm -hmm. You can see around trees. Right. You just sense things that there's no way in your ordinary everyday consciousness you can sense. Mm -hmm. You know, which is why it's so weird walking around city streets. All of a sudden, you can sense things that you couldn't sense before. You have you have blinders mm -hmm. to protect you from <laughs> that veil, yeah. The veil, mm -hmm. the veil protects us from all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, we have access to it, mm -hmm. right? Because there is positive sides of it too. Mm -hmm. I mean, we portray it. You can see it in the Stranger Things. We portray those, and we've been doing this a long time. We portray those other dimensions as demonic or those things are in those dimensions or evil right but there's a whole lot more there you can just see how it's been portrayed in the movies it's all there's where all the devils are and then yeah bless you yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. protect you from all that yeah well jesus is there too i hate to tell you yeah yeah and the saints are all there mm -hmm. too and all the gurus are all there and all the yeah that's what, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was it? Uh, Sadhguru once spoke on, like somebody asked him, what, you know, do extraterrestrials exist? Do demons exist? And things like that. And why can't we all see it? Why is it that we have pain in the body and things like uh, that? Yeah. Why, why do we feel pain? And he, he, he broke it down like this. The reason, is he, and he went in reverse order. Yeah. The reason we feel pain is so that humans do not, because if, if people are not, have a, if they don't have a certain under, intellectual understanding or if they don't have a certain consciousness yeah. understanding of the body 
They'll just pull their intestines out and put it over their shoulder and start walking around, right? <laughs> They'll just take out their heart and then look at it and things like that, yeah, right, right. put it back, but or they may pull it all the way out and then oh, uh, you know. Um, and then he spoke on what are the extraterrestrials and all of these other beings and why can't we see him? Why is it that we have evolved in such a way to or de-evolved in such yeah. a way that we yeah, de-evolved. And he says, he's like, uh, yeah, what do well, say? Yeah, I got to Humans are, so he, he, this is him, this is his perspective. Yeah. He says, humans are basically, we're growing. We're like children, the uh, infants, uh, in a way. Yeah, okay. And our consciousness isn't evolved in such a way where we can process seeing these. Did yeah. these okay. beings okay. Spe- yeah. specifically they wanted to know why they couldn't see all of the other deities like Kali or Rudra or, yeah, right. or Shiva but we can we can some people can yes however their consciousness for those for these especially the feminine archetypes of the Hinduism yeah. uh, and any feminine archetype that has been created in, in a way that is meant to uh, be ferocious <laughs> like Kali, she has she carries heads and skulls all over her oh, body. Oh yeah, yeah. She's in Western, in Western too. There's yeah. all these. So they have these these beings. Um, however, if they really saw those beings in front of them, full without no veil, it would scare the living crap out of them because they haven't evolved their consciousness to be able to understand and hold yeah. Yeah. such a image to- and not be like because if they fear it, what happens? It'll detract. And it'll it'll it instantly go negative. Yeah. Right? So if they start to if they go into that polar polarization, it will turn into negative, and then they'll just feel terrorized. And this being is just attempting to guide them and talk to them. Yeah. Um, Did I tell you the story of, of mm. from Vermont to my uh, karate teacher? Mm. He was this guy. Um, my son had taken karate lessons mm-hmm. at the studio in Barry, Vermont, which was Granite Mines, okay, in Vermont, mm-hmm. and. Uh, this guy was in his maybe mid-twenties, early twenties. He was third degree, fourth degree black belt. He'd go to all kinds of tournaments. He had all these trophies in his in his office. It just he was really good at what he did, right? I mean I knew, you know, from uh, and he was the nicest guy, I'd take karate lessons with was, he was just wonderful, right? And he mm-hmm. saw I had um I was wearing then um um, some kind of necklace with an eagle on it, mm. which was my first power animal. Mm-hmm. He says, Phil, what's that? I said, that's my power animal, an eagle. And then I explained a little bit about shamanism to him. Oh, I want to do that. Right? Mm-hmm. I want to do that. And, uh, and we did it. And, um, you know, to teach him how to go to the lower world, right? First journey, mm-hmm. you know, that I teach. Uh, first journey they taught me. And... I said, you go with a question of request. And he said, I, beside fight in tournaments, I want to learn to fight better, right? So I want to find my power and I'm going to ask him for instruction, right? So he goes to the lower, and this is like, this guy, if this guy kicked you in the chest, he would kill you. Mm. I've never seen someone, and he's, a sh- he's shorter than you. I mean, he's like a couple of inches shorter than you. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's just, what, five foot two or whatever. He's got a kick. Unbelievable. You know, you have these big punching bags, you know, big heavy bags. Mm-hmm. He kicks the bag with someone holding it, they're against the wall. I mean, he kicks both the, and it's some big guy, you know, and then boom, 
he had such concentration, unbelievable concentration, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'd hate to see anyone try to mess with him on the street. It's mm-hmm. like, don't do that with this guy. You know, uh, it's like Bruce Lee. You know, <laughs> don't mess with him. Um, and Bruce Lee was like this kind of small guy, and it was a but lethal. What's that? But lethal. But lethal. <clears throat> That's what this guy was. So he does the journey to the lower world, right? And he wants to learn how to fight better. And in the lower world, his power animal is a gorilla. Okay, who's going to teach him how to wrestle? Okay, mm-hmm. it freaked him out. He came right back. He was just so scared of the spirit gorilla. He said, "It's going to kill me." I said, "You're in the you're in a different world. You're in a dream world. He's not going to kill you. He's trying to show you something." We got we got him to go back. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was funny to me how much fear these other dimensions can initiate in someone who, in this dimension, could be fearless. I mean, yeah, someone could go shoot him with a gun, but they better not be too close to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They better have a high-powered rifle from a distance. Otherwise, hand-to-hand, forget it. Right. Yeah, you know people like that, right? It's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I look in the mirror every day. I know somebody like that. Yeah, you know someone like that. Yeah, I mean, it's like... They, those are the teachers. This guy was a great teacher. Great mm. teacher. You know? But he was. He was like... I said, man, go back. <laughs> it made me, but it made me laugh that someone like that could actually be scared mm-hmm. of, you know, his power animal. That, see, that's the thing with... Um, but you go to other dimension, you, know, you yeah. see demons, and you don't, you don't know the lay of the... You know the lay of the land here, mm-hmm. okay? But you don't know the lay of the land there. It's a matter of education. You have to learn another dimension. Oh, it's, yeah, they... Yeah. It, takes going in first they have to go inside um and that's actually what we're going through now as a species they're it's, yeah. they're slowly oh, okay. and I, I don't like how they're doing it however i get wilder why they're doing it but humans are ready we're we weren't ready too much in this we were yeah. kind of ready in the 70s but now we're, we're really ready to <laughs> know this stuff we're yeah, I, yeah i can see it yeah i definitely see that yeah so the they're they're 60, slowly 70. exposing wow. us now. People my age. Mm. Here's what they tell me. Mm. Oh, I'm too old. Oh, now yeah. I, I'm getting ready. I got to prepare myself for dying. I can't, you know, spend any time in politics oh, or yeah. dealing with things. That, yeah. I said, well, what was your attitude in the '60s and '70s? Well, I was involved in all these demonstrations and stuff. But did you change it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I think personally. I mean, I, you know, I mean, <laughs> I I just can't. I, you're you're alive. You're a person. I mean, I, you deal with what you're going to deal with instead of like, oh, I'm getting ready for those other dimensions and I'm ready for dying. No, I I mean I understand. You know, you mm. don't want to deal with this anymore. But the same stuff is still around. In fact, more profound. Mm-hmm. More profound. Need your wisdom. It's you we know. I mean, they started Earth Day in the late 60s, early 70s. They, oh, ecology. Oh, civil rights. Oh, it finish. No, it didn't, didn't even, it got started. It didn't get nearly finished. You can just see, and it's all coming back up again. Mm-hmm. It's all coming back up again. And now you see this ferocious sort of right-wing Republican. I mean, it was back then. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't quite so ferocious. It has gotten over time, 
you know, um, they've gotten nastier and nastier. Oh, actually, what we're seeing now is how both sides. Oh yeah, are, actually, yeah. They have their. Yeah. They both sides have their dirt. They both are filthy. Yeah, filthy. You know, yeah. of what was it? The how the Democrats they'll they'll literally um, both sides. So the Republicans will attempt to uh, to do some type of espionage yeah. Yeah. on on the left wing and the right wing will do this. I'm oh like, yeah, come on oh, now. Yeah. It's all kinds of. Yeah, have, the Democrats start supporting, you know, in elections, you know, strategic the. The worst of the Republican Trumpsters, you know, yeah, against voting rights. They're them. supporting them because, oh, they'll look worse in the election. They're actually... In the, in the media, don't get me started game. on the media. Oh, yeah, well, like the gamesmanship that's going on, just playing games and have no no solutions. At all. And it's, it's, yeah. I mean, there are plenty of solutions. Like for humans right now... Oh, God. There are so many. What was there? Uh, there was a doc. Again, I, I love watching my documentaries. Yeah, yeah. Another documentary of a man who uh, I think I don't know if I told you about this, but he was solving food uh, the uh, food crisis yeah. easily. Like easily. he had something. Yeah, I think I saw this on the internet too. Uh, the, yeah. What he was using yeah. was a uh, so it was, was a fulls it was a full cycle of um, what do you call it? So basically, this technology he had was able to create algae. That algae then gets burned, oh, oh. and that burned with this coal. And then the coal, well, there's a type of coal yeah. that was used from burnt plants, and that yeah. type that coal went back into the water. So it, the heat, the smoke went into the water, yeah. and it created more algae. <laughs> the algae helped feed more plants. More plants. And then it cycled back out, back into this, yeah. what he called the dragon. Yeah. Um, and this technology, it, it was flourishing. It was able to produce food, plants, air. Like, it was able to produce yeah. uh, CO, uh, CO2, uh, no, oxygen, yeah. and, and take out more CO2 yeah. than anything on the planet. Yeah. Fast, like it was. It take acres yeah. I think I remember seeing this that it was really quick. Yes. Too, which is, um, and he was able to use this technology. But you know what? Once this, right when this documentary came out, <laughs> somebody created arson, and there's no part of his technology that is able to be flammable. It's surrounded by water. <laughs> no part of it is able to be flammable. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then the dragon, the the thing that was at, that should have been destroyed, but they destroyed all the crops. Yeah. The dragon was still intact, so mm. they didn't understand the technology at all. They it, this was purposeful. They destroyed the crops. The crops were surrounded by water. There's no way that a single um and it it goes all right. So this how yeah. it goes through a tube. There's no way that some uh let's say a uh a, um a ember could go into the algae which is wet mm. and then. Light it on fire. Mm. Like, that makes no sense yeah. at all. Scientifically, chemically, it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah. So, but this here is it, it, you put like three of uh, one of these in each country, oh, you're yeah. able to you you literally change the CO two content within this world. Yeah, the, the literal yeah. oh, the, yeah. and the H two O of yeah, this world, yeah. not H two O, not H two O. The the CO two. Yeah, you can come up with technologies to do it. Mm -hmm. You can also go plant a trillion trees. And that's easy. That, 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 it's that simple. That's and within simple. 10 years, we're good. Yeah. 10 years. 
That's it. We can fix that. Fix the oxygen. We can fix the whole thing. It's true. No, it's true. Mm. So, but what we're, we're, we're mess, but we're messing around. We're just oh, yeah. messing around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then there's those well, they will say, well, if y'all know so much, why don't you do something? I'm doing something right now. I'm getting the information. What out do there. you want? You, who, like, who's going to do something? Where's the, right? Who's going to mm-hmm. go plant a trillion trees? Well, some people are doing it already. Mm-hmm. You need massive support and you mm-hmm. need the investment money mm-hmm. to do it. Oh, but that'll increase everyone's time. I mean, there's all this no, no, take this it from the nonsense. The military is overused and overexpended. Oh, we almost spend, we spend three quarters of a trillion dollars per year on military. Mm. On military. You, you take even half of that, you solve most of the world's problems. Mm. But you take all the military budgets from all around the world, which is what they should be doing, you solve it all. Mm-hmm. There's technologies, there's architectures, there's ecological architectures. Boom, it's solved. It's solved. I'm not even worried about the military. I, I would even say these black projects that are out, that are oh, in, you yeah, look, well. go to go to WikiLeaks or yeah. any other or, yeah. or even just go to us or us.gov yeah. and then ask you can search <laughs> for their transaction sheets. Oh, Within yeah. there, there's something. It's black. It's like black projects. It, it's it's out in the open. Yeah. And it's trillions of dollars. That's more than the oh, military's yeah. budget. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's more than what the military gets. They're spending more on this than they are on, and, and I don't know how the hell they get this money. Like they, uh, they just it's like they uh, and the money that's supposed to be destroyed, right? That that gets put into that. Yeah. The money that's supposed to not exist gets put into yeah, that. It's just it's it's um. um but, they they're they're doing it the same old way and the whole thing is coming apart and oh, you yes. just can't do it the same old way you just can't i mean that's that's what a lot of people want let's go back to suburban america Mm-mm. you know let's go back to uh the 1950s mm-hmm. you know um oh we'll add some liberal stuff yeah. i'm sorry no. you know you can't go back to what you considered before normal mm-hmm. okay Normal produced mm-hmm. what we're experiencing. Oh, yes. Normal produced what we're experiencing and the problems. You go back to normal, you just make them worse. Mm-hmm. Make America great again? Great again? Uh, sorry, it make great? it normal again? Mm-hmm. Right? And what is normal? You can't do normal. You can't mm-hmm. do the system anymore. But tell that to the Roman Empire before it fell. Oh, it didn't fall. It's still here. Well, in, <laughs> in many ways, it still is. That's no mm-hmm. joke. That's yep. no joke. No, here's, but, here's, em, but empires, whether it's Chinese Empire, whether it's Roman Empire, whether it's Greek, they're all still here. This is another empire. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. A lot of it based on, oh, the Senate of the United States. Oh, the Senate of Rome. The similarities from Egypt, from China, from India, from... Mesopotamia, how many empires there were in the Middle East, mm-hmm. one after the other after the other, the Islamic Empire. You know, I mean, how many empires Islam had? Come on. It, it, it's, it's absolutely It's bonkers. staggering. It's staggering, but it is still here. It is still mm-hmm. here, right? Mm-hmm. It's, this is the most, right now we're living in the, like, all right, so Guru Nanak speaks on, yeah. actually, well, 
before, because this is a good point. I want to yeah. get this on this podcast yeah, okay. here. Um, so, so, Gudanonic, he speaks on, so what he was creating was a way for people to, and this is in all texts, not just Gudanonic, you look at, actually the book of Thomas, not the one that's in the Bible, the one that's oh, not yeah, in the Bible, yeah, yeah, right. the one that is, that was recovered in some type right, of old, right. old uh, building oh, yeah. made out of, cl- out of the earth's clay, yeah. right, and then the Vatican took it and now they just released it. That book. It is a whole separate book from the Bible. Oh, yeah. Not in the Bible. There's a whole bunch of separate Gospels, period. 46, to be 46. exact. 46. <laughs> 46. And that's just the ones that they have let us know about. Yeah. The, the, and the, not, not know about. They just knew, let us know that there's 46 missing. They're like, um, <laughs> we're still deciphering it from the Hebrew text. Yeah. And I'm like, how is it that you were able to decipher an entire Bible? But you are missing 46 books of it because you're deciphering it. Yeah. Year, hundreds of years. Anyway. Yeah, no. No, I know there's a professor at UNC who's really into that. Who hmm? became sort of semi-famous. Uh, What's his uh, name? Paul, is it Paul Williams? Uh, no, it's no, no. another. What's his name? Uh, yeah, anyway. Either yeah. way, this, this man, uh, he speaks on the book. So Greg Braden speaks on the book of, of Thomas. Yeah, this okay, man from okay. is on YouTube. The fifth kind speaks on the book of Thomas. He's a preacher, by the way. Oh. And then, but in the book of Thomas, the actual separate book, you go to the library, you'll yeah. find it. Um, it's there's a segment where, and it's all Jesus's teachings where Jesus is <laughs> speak on. He says, "Make your two, make the two become one. Make your emotions and your thoughts mm. become one, and then pray as if it is happening." <laughs> or as if it has happened, mm. right? It's happened. Like mm. this is done. It is done now. Now it's done. And then Greg Braden shows uh, always goes on to this. You know, he shares this this teaching from I think it's Malaysia. It's a whole. <laughs> um, it's a hospital. It's a no tools hospital. What they do is they come in there and they basically pray. But they don't pray. They chant, Wuksha, Wuksha, mm, Wuksha. For all oh, mm. hospice, yeah. It literally, Wuksha means it is done. It is done. It is done. What they And then they uh, have a word for now, now, now. And on this, it's a little YouTube video. You look at this <laughs> in this YouTube video, the cancer is shrinking. <laughs> As they're chanting, the cancer is shrinking, then it's not there. So they're chanting with the intention of it being gone and we you you have to set up you set up this area this area and then you start chanting with the intention of it being done now now they have the in, intention meaning their emotion the intention and their attention meaning thought on it healing that cancer itself not that it's bad or good just hey heal 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 heal, just, heal. yeah <coughs> Uh, so I say all that to say this. Guru Nanak spoke on uh, Satyug and Kaliyug. Kal- Satyug and Kaljug. This is, it's a, Jug means age. 
Sat means truth. Kali means uh, time or destruction or yeah. dark. Yeah. Right. The so Kali yeah. Yuga, right? Right. Kali Yuga. That's yeah. the Hindu. That's uh, Hindus speak on how we're in Kali Yuga and we have yeah. to go through thousands of years more. Oh, no. we have thousands of years more. Oh, we have no. thousands of years more. More. Um, I don't think we're gonna. I don't no, think, no, 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 no. Because of the think. because of what happened with the energies of the sun and how actually more extraterrestrial beings have been raising the vibration of the earth and helping the earth raise vibration, yeah. we have skipped past those ten, those years. The fit the earth is in Satyug. It is in yeah. that already. It is up to the humans to get into Satyug. And what Guru Nanak speaks on is yeah. how one in, in actually in Siddhi Guru Gurudev Sahib speaks on how. The only thing that is separate between, uh, the only thing that allows one to be in Satyug or Kaljug, truth or yeah. darkness, is this mindset, the where our consciousness is. Yeah. If we put our consciousness on higher planes or or on our true self source, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I, d I detest the word God, but if you put your consciousness on God. Then, yeah, this the word is problematic. It is very. It, it has so much trauma behind it. Yeah, and, and it. what people mean by that, I you know. They yeah people. Uh, what is it in the Sikh community? They will uh, some of the Sikhs they'll point. They'll say God, and they point to the inner heart. They'll yeah. say God is here, and then I'm like, okay, can you take me there? Are you able to <laughs> guide me? Are you, but they're like, no, God will do that for you. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. you're not. It doesn't make sense yet. if you're not yeah, able to no, properly. Know. Anyway, so it's a literal change of mindset, and there's when we have certain triggers, it's letting us know that oh, oh whoa, whoa, this was a trigger. I can't. I have to let that. This these type of movies, these type, this type of crowd, this type of, yeah. of you know material thing. If you if one is stooped in materialism, meaning they're in their worries, they're attempting to always up the next thing instead yeah. of being grateful what they have grateful gratitude is a neutrality point yeah. and that's actually truth yeah. being grateful is the truth because yeah. the, then you're able to be love because if you're grateful if we're, if we're grateful for all we have if I'm grateful just for every breath all of a sudden more abundance comes to me more <laughs> breaths come to me yeah. um, and these beings or uh, not beings but yeah, these beings they'll do. They'll like we have the Lions Gate coming up, right? Uh, that's the that's the, an astral plane. Oh. So, the Lions Gate is because it's the Leo season, right? The, yeah, the that's astrology. what we. Oh yeah, happy birthday by the way. Oh yeah, that's tomorrow. Thank you. Oh uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Happy birthday. Much gratitude. Yeah. Um, so we have the Lions Gate. It is best for people to set their intentions right now. For how they want the next year, yeah. I set my start. I set my intentions yeah. every year at this time yeah. because this is more pertaining to me for as a Leo. But yeah. also, everybody can benefit from it because everybody has a Leo within them. Well, 